Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. How's it going? Hey, uh, if you have not checked out the weekly free webinars that I'm doing on Thursdays at 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern, I highly recommend it. This month has been all things job search. Uh, I don't remember what I'm doing in September, but uh, hey, take advantage of that. There's a different topic every week. There's no repetition, and you have an opportunity to ask me questions, get coaching by me. We go up to an hour. And uh, the people who've been hanging with me on Thursdays have been loving it. So give it a try. And as always, if you are ready to take this work from interested to committed, you want to, you are committed to having a successful job search, you're committed to getting the job of your dreams, and you want to work with me one-on-one, you've got the link in the show notes to schedule a one-on-one consult with me. Um, And I'm going to take you from where you are now to where you want to be and prescribe what it's going to take for you to get there. Today we're talking about five tips for using LinkedIn in a discreet job search. So many people right now are overt with their job search. They've got the open to work uh, thing on on the side of their LinkedIn profile picture. And that's a topic for another day. But today we're going to talk about if you are in a discreet job search. So you don't want your employer to know. And I get a fair amount of questions about how to do that and what will employers see and you know what will they perceive by any changes to my LinkedIn profile. So let's talk about this. So I have five tips for utilizing LinkedIn in a discrete job search. So number one is you don't share your profile edits with your connections. I want to be very clear on what those things are that could be seen if you chose to. So changes that a network, the network will see, unless you tell it not to let others see, they will see a new or a current position. So if you change your current job title, your current employer, they're going to see that. If you make an edit uh, to an existing or current position, so you already have it on there, but now you change the job title, you change the name of the company, they're going to see that. And they're going to see your work anniversary Um, celebration. And of course, they're going to see your birthday, which is not going to tell them anything about your job search, but they'll see your birthday if you have a birthday on there. Um, So they're going to see those things. What no longer spurs a network update. So these things used to, and some people think that they still do, but I think LinkedIn got a lot of pushback from people who didn't want to be bombarded with this information, especially as people's networks grew and they had more people to kind of, you know, get this information in from. So if you upload or edit your profile picture, nobody gets a notice of that. If you edit your headline, which is that, I call it the tagline, that's up at the top right underneath your name, they don't see that. They don't see if you change anything in your about section. They don't see if you change your contact information. They don't see if you add or edit your education. They don't see if you edit or add anything about like volunteer experiences, languages, skills, Um, publications, certifications, courses, projects, all that stuff that, you know, the kind of extra stuff that you can put on your profile, they don't see that. So you can be discreet by not sharing anything with your connections in terms of, you know, you got a new job um, or you changed your job title. 
Um, again, this is not necessarily relevant to a discrete job search because you don't have the new job yet to put on there. But I did want to let you know that you can block that. I'm going to tell you how to do it in a minute. I want to be very clear. This doesn't mean that they won't see those changes if they go to your profile. So the, the question I get a lot from clients is, will my employer see you know, that I've changed my LinkedIn profile and I've, you know, brushed it up and made it look better. I've changed my picture, all that stuff. And of course, they're going to be able to see that if they go to your profile. We're just talking about what they would receive a notification on. So if you want to make your edits private, here's how you do it. There's a thumbnail picture of you at the top of your profile. It's in the black bar across the top. You're going to click on the, um, click on the profile and there's like it says me click on that then click on settings and privacy then click on share job changes education changes and work anniversaries and then toggle it over to no and that way nobody will see those changes um, what I do want to say about about making changes to your profile when I do for my clients because one of the services that I provide after I've written their profile and they've approved it is I go in there and make the changes for them and change their background photo which is the photo behind their picture and if they want me to put a new picture on there I'll do that so there's a pretty significant changes that happen all at once if you're super worried about your employer seeing you update your LinkedIn profile you may choose to make incremental changes in your LinkedIn profile so you know this week you change your picture and then next week you change your heading and then next week you play with your about section and you're doing it over time so it's not as obvious that that's another option number two is you want to keep your stalking private so if you're going to be checking out people on LinkedIn and deciding kind of who do I need to reach out to who's the right person at this company you may want to do that in private mode there may be some concern that you have that by letting certain people know that you're looking at their profile, that that could somehow get back to your employer, could somehow damage your current job situation. And so if you feel that way, then you want to do your search in private mode, and I'll tell you how to do that in just a minute. And that allows you to kind of flit around in LinkedIn as an anonymous person. Now, in general, I want people to know that you visited their profile. I want them to see that you've been there. That's a good thing for you. But if you have concerns about your privacy, then what you do is you click on that me right there, that thumbnail again, click on settings and privacy, click on profile viewing options and choose private mode. So there's three mode options. One is it says, you know, it's exactly, it has your picture and it has exactly whatever your heading is, your name and your heading. The second mode says, you know, someone from, um, you know, the, the entertainment industry it's some it's kind of vague and then the third one is anonymous i think the second one is weird i don't know what you would need that for maybe you would but i can't think of a good reason so i would go from complete exposure in that first option down to the private mode and then toggle it back whenever you're done with your stealthy searching around number three Use the advanced search function liberally on LinkedIn. So, you know, if you know the name of the person that you're looking for, you've got that bar up at the top. The, in, in the black bar, you've got a search bar. And you can type in that person's name. And if their name is fairly uncommon, you can find them that way. However, if you are looking for someone like a Sue Smith, where there's probably hundreds on LinkedIn, or you're trying to find a certain person whose name you don't know, the advanced search function is amazing. 
So to, to access that, just click on the magnifying glass in that search bar and it's going to give you, you're going to click on people and then you're going to click on all filters. And then you have ways to search them by what school they went to, by their current employer, their past employer, their connection to you. Are you already connected to them? Is it a second level connection? Where do they live? Uh, what industry are they in? What profession are they in? All those kinds of things. And that can be really great for you to find someone. So let's just say you want to find the right person at AT&T to have a conversation with about working there. Then you can use that advanced search function. And maybe it's, you know, maybe I put an AT&T in a certain location and then I put in a job title or a job category and I see what comes up. So you might have to play with it a little bit to get the right people, but that advanced search function is awesome. Number four, you wanna reach out to a mutual connection and ask for an introduction. So if you have found, let's say you've identified this person on AT, at AT&T that you'd really like to have a conversation with, but you don't know that person, who is in between you? So let's say that person is a second level connection to you. That means there's one person in between you that you're both connected to. So you want to look at that and it'll show it right on their profile. You know, you have these people in common. So you want to look at that and say, okay, Bob Jones is one of our connections. I know Bob really well. I'm going to reach out to Bob and ask Bob if he knows Sue Smith really well. And if he does, would he be willing to make an introduction for me? So now it's a warm introduction. You're not reaching out to Sue Smith as, you know, this person that she's never met. She doesn't know from Adam's house cat. Um, it can be a little bit more cumbersome to do it that way, but you really want to just look at the specific situation. Is the person that you're trying to reach out to a big fish? Well, if you want to reel in a big fish, you may need specialized bait, and that may be this connection that you have in common. And then finally, you want to make it personal. So when you send a connection request to a decision maker, you always want to personalize it. So here's some, some examples. So Sue, I see we have several connections in common. Let's connect. Notice what I didn't do in that in that initial connection request. I didn't say, Sue, I'd really like to work at AT&T. Let's connect because I don't want to scare Sue off, right? So if we're going back to the fishing analogy, I want to use the right bait, but I also don't want to, you know, make a loud noise or, you know, scare the fish away. Then once she's accepted, then I could send her a thank you, right? So thank you for connecting with me. John Smith, one of your former associates, has spoken very highly of you and AT&T. I would love to have a conversation with you, something like that. So again, the first connection, just, hey, I see we have several connections in common. I see we both went to ABC University. I see we both used to work at CB, CBS Company, um, whatever it is, something in common. Or I was very impressed by your experience at Let's Connect. The final thing I want to say about this is that not everybody is going to take you up on your request on LinkedIn, and it's it, it isn't necessarily about you. They could be super busy. They could be not good networkers. They could be, you know, up to their eyeballs in other candidates, and they don't feel like they need to talk to you, whatever it is. So don't don't let it be personal when you don't hear from them. Just focus on the ones who do respond and who do show interest and go in that direction. So it's not it's not you, it's them. Just keep checking in with yourself that you're not letting this mean something about you. I talk to a lot of clients who start to make up stories, right? They, without any data, they're not hearing back from people on LinkedIn and they've decided that means they're not marketable. They've decided it means they're too old. They've decided it means they don't have that degree that most of the candidates would have. They've decided it means A, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever. 
And that does not serve you to think that way, to begin to make up that narrative about why you're not hearing from people. So just focus on the ones that are responding and giving them your best effort. And um, hopefully this can help you if you need to be a little discreet in your job search. So uh, as always, check me out on the socials, LinkedIn, Lisa.Edwards, to be sure to spell L-E-S-A. You can find me on LinkedIn at the same, or you can check out my business page on LinkedIn at Exclusive Career Coaching. Or you can find me on uh, Facebook at uh, Exclusive Career Coaching. And I will see you next week. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.